Welcome to All About NFL, Ben Hedrick. Today, we're going to be diving into just playoff divisional round action, diving into playoffs. What are playoffs going to be looking like now that we know what the NFC and AFC championships are? And then upcoming is Super Bowl. Diving into breaking down the games, what may have, may have caused a loss, what helped them win, breaking it down all the games this week and upcoming weeks, diving into some other topics topics this week so let's get into this podcast so if we look at the week schedule um the playoffs divisional round you got your jacksonville jaguars going against your kansas city chiefs and yeah this is going to be a big game for both teams jaguars did a great job in this game overall they i did it they did a good job of keeping the game in grasp they could they they had shots where they could have won they could have easily got it tied up, and it was a close game. I think everybody was expecting the Chiefs to blow out the Jaguars, but it was 27-20. Jaguars were down 10-17.5. Kansas City was up as much as 10-20. Then it became the score it was, 27-20. And, yeah, Jaguars missed a couple of plays. They just didn't play as well as they did in other plays. But I think, overall, this is a good, just good start for the Jaguars overall being... We're ready to play a playoffs. We're ready to move on, and let's continue next year to rebuild our team. Patrick Mahomes was out shortly, but Chen Heine just played for a little bit. Patrick Mahomes um, just injured, I think it was the rib area, but I'm not 100% sure about that. But he was able to get the victory. 22-30, 195 yards, two touchdowns by Patrick Mahomes. Isaiah Pacheco, the rookie, really rising up and playing running back. He had 12 carries, 95 yards, averaging 7.9 yards a carry. Let me just do a quick breakdown and what it is, what basically happened. Why did the Chiefs win this game? And I think the biggest thing for me is when I watch the Kansas City Chiefs, they're just a great football team, and they always, I swear, on defense, they're such a great team. There's always, I feel like whenever there's a ball thrown up high, there's always a Kansas City player there. Their defense is going to be a big part. They did get an interception on defense. They really made some big plays. Trevor Lawrence only was 24-39. Run game never really picked up. It was okay run game, but they did a good job overall. And I think what is next for the Chiefs is, of course, Chiefs have the mindset of making the Super Bowl. But they've been in the AFC Championship, I think this is their third or fourth straight year. They're always in it, and they're going to have a tough match next week. We're going to be covering nec- uh, next week's coverage uh, just in just a sec. But it was just the Chiefs outplaying them, and that's pretty much all there is to it. And then here's the game, and I would say, I know I said the Giants were in this one, and they didn't really do anything that I said they had to do. They had no pass game. They only handed the ball off to Shaquan Barkley nine times. I know it w- nothing was really working on the run game. Daniel Jones was 15 to 27, 135 yards in the interception. The one thing that they needed to win this game was they needed to get Daniel Jones throwing the ball more. And that's the big thing about it is do you re-sign Daniel Jones next year? And I think they're saying, oh, he's going to get a ton of money. But I don't know. Daniel Jones probably will not stay with the Giants just because of his Poor disappointing, poor, uh, poor disappointing loss, and not playing up to standards in previous seasons. But Daniel Jones' future is uncertain. But it, the one thing that is just a disappointing game, just to go 15 of 27, 135 yards in interception. And let me tell you this right now: this is how the Eagles are going to demolish everybody in playoffs. This is how they're going to do it. They need their run game was unstoppable. If they have a run, if they really use their run game more, they have a very. Their Miles Sanders is a great running back, but Kenneth Gainwell was 
insane. 12 carries, 112 yards, 9.3 yards a carry, and a touchdown. Miles Sanders, 17 carries, 90 yards, 5.3 yards a carry. Over 200 yards of uh, rushing offense. And when you got Jalen Hurts, who is a running back himself, 16, uh, he was 16-24 passing, 154 yards and two touchdowns. Just unlock your run game and unlock your passing game. Get your team to full potential, and they will go really far. But the one thing I feel like is stopping me with the Eagles going all the way when they've had such a great season is the one fact that they have had an amazing season. They have had a really good year, but is it going to be? It was pretty much week 10 where everybody's saying Eagles are going to go to the Super Bowl. They have a shot going to the Super Bowl, but the question is, are we going to live up to expectations? And I'm going to say this right now that we will talk about that later, but Eagles... Offense is dominant almost against every NFL team. With Jalen Hurts, they were 14-1. and Nobody could stop them, and they were on top of the NFL. So if they continue to do what they've done all season, I'm sure they can play, get into the Super Bowl. But other teams are going to be coming there trying to snatch that Super Bowl ring from them. So they're gonna. it's just going to get harder and harder. Teams are going to come out there, and now you're the top four teams in the NFL. Can the Eagles be a superior team? I'm not sure, but I think they do have a decent shot if they use all their elements of their football team. Here's another game that was crazy. Bengals snow game. This game was actually really good. It was a really nice game. It was pretty much really fast until the last three minutes, and there was like a bunch of stuff going on. But the Bengals t- uh, did what they knew they had to do. Get up 14-0. Get it to uh, 17-7 at half. Have that comfortable league. And just... Just play ball. They had the 17-7 lead, and the Bills could never get it back. The Bills got a field goal, and then it was just 27-10. Game over. Bengals on top. What a year for the Bengals. Finished regular season uh, 12-4. Now, with playoff wins, are 14-4. Two back-to-back amazing seasons. They have been dominating the NFL the past two years. And the thing that's crazy is the Bengals and Bills were two of the teams that people are a long way going, but they did match up, and Bills did not play out I did all season. You have to admit, the Bills had such a great season, put everything together. They had amazing defense. They had Josh Allen going crazy, Stephon Diggs having an amazing year. And they just didn't put any anything together this year. It was really disappointing. Josh Allen was 25-42, 265 yards in interception. No run game, and I think that was a big one. They could not pick up the run game all year, uh, all day long. Bengals winning it. Joe Burrow just playing the quarterback he wants to be. Joe Burrow is the number one, number three. He's a top three quarterback. I don't even know what I'm saying. But he is a top-tier quarterback, and I feel like he was not an MVP finalist this year, which surprised me when he had such a great year. He's an up-and-down quarterback. He can throw three interceptions tonight, or he can throw 500 yards and four touchdowns. And on top of that, Joe Mixon has been dominating. He had 105 yards in this game, 5.2 yards of carrying a touchdown. Joe Mixon really rolling, and a running back that nobody ever really... uh, talks about is Samadre Pirine, and he's also a great running back. He only had 33 yards, but they have running backs. Not Their offense line is hanging in there, but right now, Bengals starting off the season with a rough year, putting it together week after week. Jamar Chase having an insane year, too. We'll see where the Bengals are. I, I just want to be curious where the Bengals are going to be in like five years. What are the Bengals in the five years? Are they going to be that team that makes the AFC Championship every year, or are they going to be that team who's just so-and-so? We will find out later. I don't know. But here's a big game. This game, honestly, it was kind of boring. 
it was the 49ers winning 19-12, but at halftime, so Dallas Cowboys kicker has been playing awful. He missed extra point, so you get it up. Uh, 49ers drill a field goal, get up 9-6 at half. Dallas goes in there and gets it 9-9, and then it's a ball game. It was just the 49ers putting together just drive, a winning game-winning drive. Just putting together all the pieces together to win. It was nothing really insane. Brock Purdy was playing not great. Worst he probably has played all season. He was 19-29, 214 yards. And Elijah Mitchell had 51 rushing yards. Brock Purdy, I think, is... If he goes all the way, that would be insane. But I think because of the struggles of the game, the only reason the 49ers are still in this is because of their defense. Their defense was able to somehow stop. Oh, yeah. Anyways, I think one of the key losses to this game was Tony Pollard. He was running, and he broke his ankle really bad. And, yeah, he broke his ankle really bad, and he was out of the game. So I think that would have been a game-changer if we would have had Tony Pollard back because having a two- Two running backs is a big difference, but they didn't have that, and that was a big problem. Dak Prescott threw two interceptions. Rough game for Dak Prescott. It really is a rough game, and I feel like Dak Prescott has been doing decent for the Cowboys. I think his future is still uncertain. He, I know he he will be with the Cowboys for a while, but I'm just I'm not sure where Dak Prescott will lead, be in the next couple years. Like, is Dak Prescott the future of the Cowboys, or is it somebody else? We'll have to wait and see about that one. So. Um, as we're still on the playoff topics, a big thing about it is just diving into the action, and I think one of the biggest, these are going to be some really big games about who's legit, who's not, and at the end of the day, 49ers, Eagles, and NFC Championship, Bengals, Chiefs, and AFC AFC Championship, who is it going to be, what team is going to come on top? 49ers Eagles. We're gonna break that game down right now. So, 49ers Eagles. Here you got Jalen Hurts. You got Miles Sanders. You got AJ Brown. You got Devontae Smith. Some great, um, just some great players. But who is it gonna be? What Eagles are we gonna see in this game? And I'm gonna say right now, Philadelphia Eagles are in a great position. They have been dominant all year. They have home advantage. But I, I, I think right now. Eagles want to win this, and they have the energy going in the game. Miles Sanders, I think we just need to talk about the season that the Eagles have had. Miles Sanders has been a very dominant running back. If you look at his numbers, so Miles Sanders has been a great uh, running back overall, but I would say that to have 1,259 uh, just rushing yards is really remarkable. He really has done just a great job in the NFL Averaging 4.9 yards per carry, 11 touchdowns, really a year that he's had. And I feel like every game they have been dominant. And the two, the games, the two, uh, really the two main games that they lost were the line, the Dallas Cowboys and New Orleans Saints games, and that was with Gardner Minshew. And I think that they have had struggles near the end of the season, but I think they're going to be back and probably as good as they can be. And I'm excited to see what's next for them. But we, we just don't know. And I think equals, we have to c- put together the components of their team, the chemistry. What, how can the Eagles beat the 49ers? And I, I'm right now, equals 49ers, you got A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Qu- Quez Watkins, some other wide, great wide receivers. But then you got your 49ers defense. You got Nick Bosa, the defensive end, who's going to give Jalen Hurts trouble. But I think, just, I think. Their key to success is opening up big plays early on, getting 
Miles Sanders rushing yards because the 49ers defense is a top three defense by far. And it's going to give them troubles. But I think that overall, the Eagles have the better shot of the game because of their dime, just their offense. How good their offense is. Jalen Hurts, you get him running, he scrambles. They can't stop him. And I think what happens to Dominant is if Jalen Hurts is running on a sideline, he then he just chucks it deep to one of his wide receivers. His wide receivers can catch 99% of the balls. He has some great wide receivers overall. And I think that's going to be a big thing. Can 49ers stop all the talent on the Eagles? And we will see about that. But now let's talk about the 49ers. Well, a big thing that we said about the 49ers is their defense. But this year, they've got one of the best offenses. Really dominant. The 49ers just, you can't stop that offense. Because Debo Samuel, you just get on, you hand the ball off to him. Then you throw the ball to, then you hand the ball off to Christian McCaffrey. Then you pass the ball to George Kittle. And then you forgot they got Brandon at you because they got other wide receivers. It's just such a good team. And I think a big thing for them is having the Christian McCaffrey available. George Kittle. Just all these weapons, when these people are healthy, this team is good. And by far, George Kittle is a really good, maybe that makes him good is he's always wide open. Nobody can stop him. Really, the only tight end is really George Kittle, um, Travis Kelsey, and I don't know, Mark Andrews are the top three in a, in a NFL tight ends. But it feels like George Kittle is a different type of game. He feels like he plays like a wide receiver, but you can't stop him. And you can't stop Brock Purdy. He just throws dimes, and he's not doing anything special. He's just throwing accurate passes, getting the job done. The 49ers defense has been playing all well all year. And nobody's really been able to defeat them for a very long time. And I think that's gonna that momentum is building. Win after win after win is stacking up. And they're gonna I think they're gonna put a show together. And I think the Eagles game will be it's going to either be really low or really high. I do not expect the game to be lower than 20 points. So I'm going to say like probably like 27, 30 points. I think it's going to be a good game. We will see what they can do, but I'm not sure yet. So let's talk about the other game that we got, guys. And that game is the Bengals-Chiefs game. And if just if you look at the playoffs this year, three of three teams... Uh, three out of four teams last year made playoffs. Only the new team is the Eagles. Last year it was 49ers, Bengals, Chiefs, Rams. Now the Eagles squip, swap places with the Rams, and the Rams are. We don't even talk about the Rams because they're in a bad situation right now. And yeah, so right now you got your Bengals, Chiefs game. What do you think is going down? Bengals, Chiefs game. I don't think there'll be a lot of defense just because of Jamar Chase getting. I think Jamar Chase is going to have a massive game. I'm going to say 150 plus yard game. Joe Burrow is going to throw for like over 300, I think. I think they might. Those numbers are kind of insane, but I think Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Boyd probably the strongest wide receivers in the NFL. Tekens had a thousand yard season this year. Jamar Chase had over a thousand. Tyler Boyd did pretty well this year too. So if they have a stacked wide receiver core, the only thing that's gonna give them trouble is Chris Jones. Their offensive line is a little better, but it is still pretty a big of a mess. Joe Brunning's quick releases, find his players, get hand the ball off to Joe Mixon. I think some play action will get them good. Play action, throw it out to Jamar Chase, ten yards, boom. Just hitting hitting play action, quick passes just making the Chiefs not be able to catch your breath. Do what they did against the Bills. Get up early and stay that lead. Because I think when the Chiefs are not... The Chiefs have put the, um, put through some amazing comebacks. 
But it really, I think it's going to just be, the, can the Bengals have the lead the whole game and get that W? Now let's talk about the Chiefs on the other hand. As, this team is not new to the AFC Championship. They have lost a couple of them lately. They have been in a couple Super Bowls, but they have lost a couple of these. Last year, they lost to the Bengals. It was an upset. But this year, who really is the underdog? I wouldn't really say there is an underdog. Maybe the Bengals, but the Bengals have ha- gonna put. Some, I think the Bengals are gonna put something together. What can the Chiefs put together? They got Travis Kelsey. They got a great running back. They got some great weapons. But what is it gonna be? Is it gonna be a new player stepping up? Is it going to be Patrick Mahomes just doing what it is? I think it's going to be a Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey show. They need to put all their components together, build their football team, and just dominate. Do what they do best, and that's win games and win games in clutch situations. It's going to be a loud game there in Kansas City. Kansas City is going to be ready to play, and the Chiefs are going to be all fired up for this game. So that was really playoffs for you guys summarized there, and then the Super Bowl will be going on on February 12th. Um, just real quick, guys, we're gonna do Super Bowl predictions. I'm call. I'm gonna. I don't really want the 49ers to go all the way. I'm just kind of sick of them winning. But the Eagles won a bunch of games too, so I'm gonna call it Eagles, Bengals, Bengals. I think might win the Super Bowl. If they make it, they probably will win the Super Bowl. Whatever team is in the AFC who, who makes it is gonna win the Super Bowl. This is what I think. Yeah, but that will be a great. Play. That'll be a great game. Super Bowl already coming up. Then NFL Honors. And speaking of NFL Honors, uh, yeah, the finalists came out recently. And NFL finalists for MVP is kind of surprising for NFL finalists for M- MVP. So everybody's saying that like um, Jalen Hurts was a finalist for MVP, but the question is, who is gonna who is who is it gonna be? And if you look at the finalists, you got MVP. These are your four players, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, and Patrick Mahomes. Right now, what I want to say is I'm saying that you're going to eliminate Justin Jefferson, no Jalen Hurts, but right now I feel like it's a battle between Patrick, Joe, and Josh Allen, and I want to break down uh, Joe Burrow's stats in Surprisingly, almost all these people are in playoffs too, so that shows that playing well throughout the season helps you win games. Um, so Joe Burrow on the year was pretty good. Not as good as Patrick Mahomes. 4,475 yards, 35, 35 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. I think he's going to be the second candidate. And I, th- I, I just think it's going to really just be Patrick Mahomes. Just because of his outstanding ability. Josh Allen. I don't know. Josh Allen was pretty good this year. Uh, 4,283 yards, 35 touchdowns, 14 Interceptions, not 96 quarterback rating, but I think it will just be Patrick Mahomes just because of how well he has done. Defensive player of the year candidates are Nick Bosa, Chris Jones, and Michael Parsons. I probably will be, I think it's either Michael Parsons or Nick Bosa. I'm going to go with, I think it probably will be Nick Bosa from overall performance. Then you got offensive player of the year Patrick Mahomes, Justin Jefferson, Jalen Hurts, and Tyreek Hill. I feel like, honestly, you have to consider. Justin Jefferson and Tyreek, all these candidates are great, and I don't really think that the quarterbacks will be in it because most of the time it is the wide receivers getting the job done. But I feel like Patrick Mullins probably won't win that one, and I want to give Jalen Hurts a decent shot. I want to give Jalen Hurts a decent shot of winning this NB- this because Jalen Hurts' run game has been really good this year. He's ran the ball so efficiently, and 
I think we will see where he's at, but I'm going to give Jalen Hurts just just an opportunity because he ran the ball really well. He played overall great football, and I think he deserves a shot at winning this just because of his running ability. And then Justin Jefferson, Tyreek, I think Tyreek Hill or Justin Jefferson, if one of them were to win it, I would probably give it to Justin Jefferson just because of his creativity and overall great catches this year. I'm excited to see what is next for these people. And yeah, it's a lot of stuff we're going to go quickly through. Offense rookie of the year. Brock Purdy, Kenneth Walker, Garrett Wilson are the candidates. Probably will be Kenneth Walker. Defensive rookie of the year. Sauce Gardner, Aiden Hutchinson, and Tarek Woolen. You got, I'm going to say probably Aiden Hutchinson for defensive rookie, uh, for rookie of the year. Defensive rookie of the year. Then you got comeback player of the year. Shaquan Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and Geno Smith. I would give this one to Shaquan Barkley for overall performance. He's been dominating the NFL. One of the top NFL players currently. So I think he deserves to have it. Then coach of the year. Brian... Darba, Dubell, Sean McDermott, D- Doug Peterson, Kyle Shane, and Nick Cerrone. Honestly, I would probably give it... I'd probably give it... I, like, I don't know how they base this on, but if I were to give it to somebody, I'd give Doug Peterson just from rebuilding that football team. Then assistant coach of the year, Ben Johnson, DeMarco Ryans, and uh, the Eagles offense coordinator. I'd give it to the 49ers defense coordinator, DeMarco Ryans. Yeah, those are mainly all the NFL awards going on. Mainly just people that I think are going to win it. What is next for the NFL? What are next for these people winning these awards? And future coaching jobs is a big one. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you guys enjoyed, remember just to do what you guys do. And we'll see you in the next one.